Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. I'm Derek Schultz, sitting in the big chair tonight for Bob Lovell. Thanks so much for joining us. IHSA State Baseball Finals. We've got two finals to get to and plenty more on the MLB scoreboard. Let's hand it over to Eddie Garrison on the update desk. Thank you, Derek. Coming up on Thursday, the NBA draft. The Pacers have the seventh pick, the 26th pick, and the 29th pick in the first round, of course. The number seven pick has been the more coveted pick for the Indiana Pacers. That's because they could potentially be moving that, according to ESPN's Brian Winhorst. Indiana has been talking about people about the the seventh pick. Uh, I've been told they've been trying to get wing players. They've been trying to uh, move out of the seventh pick to get uh, a high-level wing player now, which, frankly, they might be able to if they're motivated enough. Something to monitor come Thursday. That was on the Hoop Collective podcast. IHSAA, they're halfway through their season. In terms of baseball, they've crowned two champions in Class 2A and in Class 3A. Tomorrow, Class 1A and Class 4A and Class 2A. It was a pretty good game for the majority of the way. Covenant Christian and Ileana Christian. John Herrick had the call on the final out on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network. Here is the 0-2 from Corcoran. And for the second straight year, the Ileana Christian Vikings are baseball state champions in Class 2A as they knock off the Covenant Christian Warriors 3-0 at Victory Field in downtown Indianapolis. And Andrean in Class 3A was trying to go back-to-back and extend their record-setting state championship streak to 9 but however, they were unable to do so. Here's the final out call on that one. Put in play, over to short. Burton picks it up, and he throws to second to get the final out of the game. And for the first time in school history, the Silver Creek Dragons have won a baseball state championship. And they send their head coach, Joe Decker, into retirement with a title. Such a storybook ending there for Silver Creek and Joe Decker. Coming up on tomorrow's schedule for the IHSAA, they'll put a bow on the 2022-2023 academic and athletic book in Class 1A. That state championship game will start at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central between Lafayette Central Catholic and Bar Reeve. Bar Reeve has been outstanding this year, 29-3. and LCC is the defending state champ, and they, like Andrean, have eight state championships as a school. If they win one more, they will now go up to number nine, which would be record-setting in their own right. Class 4A features Penn and Santa Grove. Of course, Penn last week, they won the IHSAA softball state championship in Class 4A after defeating Ron Colley. Baseball looks to sweep it in Class 4A. They'll take on the Trojans of Center Grove, who are 29-3. That game at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Major League Baseball, they're in the middle of the fifth inning right now in Arizona between the Diamondbacks and the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians gave up two runs in each of the first two innings, so they were already ahead two to nothing. And they finally got on the board in the top of the fourth. Jose Ramirez with a solo homer, so it's two to one 
advantage Arizona as they head into the bottom of the fifth inning. They're in the bottom of the third, almost in the bottom of the fourth in Seattle between the Mariners and the Chicago White Sox. And 0-0 is the score as we approach a third of the way done in this game. Seattle has three hits. Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, Jared Kelnick, and now Eugenio Suarez all have hits so far for Seattle. Meanwhile, Chicago is hitless. Brian Wu has yet to issue a hit batsman or a walk, so he has been perfect through three games. Hopefully that jinxes the perfect game there for all you White Sox fans. Minor League Baseball for Indianapolis Indians. They fall to the Iowa Cubs 2-1. to one. The Dayton Dragons top the Fort Wayne Tin Caps 11-8. to eight. And the South Bend Cubs lose once again to the Cedar Rapids Colonels 3-1 to one was tonight's final. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Talk here on Network Indiana. I'm Derek Schultz. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Eddie Garrison on the update desk. Doing a great job. Kylan Talley running the board for us tonight. Nathaniel Finch training. So three-person ISC crew. We appreciate all three of them. And we appreciate you for spending a beautiful, almost like a spring-like Friday night, summer Friday night here in central Indiana at the flagship 93.5107.5 The Fan and WIBC here for Network Indiana. Let's talk to John Herrick, whose office is just down the hallway here. He is a news director at IBC, but more importantly, for the purposes of this show, he was on the call of both IHSA State Baseball Finals tonight. We saw two good ones. Ileana Christian knocking off Covenant Christian 3-0, and Silver Creek with a thrilling 4-2 win over Andrean. And, John, let's start with that one. Um, I was mentioning this uh, earlier in, in the last hour, it's, it's always cool as a longtime head coach to say that the last time I coached the last game in a 30, 40, whatever year career was a state championship win. And that's exactly what Silver Creek gets to say about Joe Decker winning a state title in his final game after 29 years and 21 of them with the Dragons. Yeah, I mean, just a storybook ending. I mean, and you know, Silver Creek came close in 2018, uh, but they were the runner up. So he came close there, and, it, and honestly, with Silver Creek up 3-1, to one, and then they had the bases loaded with nobody out, couldn't get a run across, you're like, okay, that's not good. Then Andrean starts coming back in the top of the sixth. They score another run, get within run. Now you're like, okay, that's not good either. And you know Andrean, what they're capable of. They've won eight baseball championships, but still uh, they were able to get it done. When Silver Creek needed to have it, they got three uh, hits in the bottom of the sixth inning, got an insurance run, and Preston Burton was able to, you know, weather the storm. It's not easy to hold off Andrean. They're such a good offensive team. And for him to go the complete distance, give up seven hits, two runs, but he had four strikeouts. He goes the full seven innings and gets the win uh, as the starting pitcher for Silver Creek, and a whole lot of guys chipped in. Andrean, of course, was going to make it hard. They always do, but that ending for Silver Creek was was really special. And for Ileana Christian as well, this team wasn't even eligible for tournament play in the IHSAA up until a couple of years ago when they came over from the Illinois High School Athletic Association. Now they've won back-to-back baseball state championships. So two great uh, stories that were uh, made true tonight. I was going to say a, a little bit of a uh, fledgling power there in, in little Ileana Christian up in the region with what they've been able to, to put together in back-to-back seasons in, in 2A. Yeah, um, and, and, and they, were, they just did all the little things right tonight. 
Covenant Christian is solid uh, with the way that they, they played a very tough schedule. I think a lot of people looked at their record and thought, well, why is a 16 and 15 team playing in the state championship? Well, they, they played a lot of Division One pitching. They don't play in an easy conference. And they were actually 9-15 and 15 before they won the last two games of the regular season before they had to go on a run for the postseason, too. So they were not an easy out. But Ileana Christian's got good pitching. They had experience. They had several guys on last year's state championship team that were back on this year's team. So they, they have the power of belief. They have experience. They had so many things going their way tonight, and they just – they, they were just on the details a little bit better than Covenant. Most infor- important question for me of the night, John, is it, it felt a little more like early to mid-May than it did June. It, it was quite chilly uh, out at, at Victory Field. Did you go quarter zip, long sleeve tee? What, what, what did we rock tonight for the state finals broadcast? Uh, Jim Leisure and I both rocked polos. Uh, he rocked his IHSA Champions Network polo. I rocked a 93.5, 107.5, the fan polo and shorts. Whenever I get asked to do the baseball state finals, I get nervous because I'm like, I don't want to be stuck there all night in a rain delay. But, no, we had the total opposite of that. Perfect weather for a, a great night of baseball. I love it. I, I love to sit in the stands at a baseball game and not sweat at all, and, and that's exactly what the fans got tonight at Victory Field. And they were treated to two fantastic baseball baseball games. Congrats to Ileana Christian, a 3-0 winner over Covenant Christian, and Silver Creek, a 4-2 win over Andrean as 2A and 3A are decided. Always great to hear from you, John, and we'll talk to you again soon here on Indiana Sports Talk. All right. Thanks a lot, Derek. Appreciate it. That's our buddy John Herrick on the radio call of the two games, and we'll talk to Greg Rakestar here in just a second. We're, we're bumping up against the commercial break in the update here in under a minute, but he had the television call of both games tonight between uh, Ileana Christian and, uh, and the Silver Creek wins, and I, I know Greg uh, very happy to see the forecast of what it was tonight because – you never like to be behind the microphone. Look, I know it's indoors. You're at you're in the press box there at Victory Field, but you never like to have to to deal with that. It's it's you're sweating it out enough, I think, as a, a broadcaster trying to get all the names and the pronunciations right and get the call right. It's a nerve wracking business. You don't want to worry about sweating from the heat too. We'll talk to Rake when we come back. In segment number two of our number three, it's Indiana Sports Talk, marching along here on Network Indiana. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's highlight some Major League scores that have already happened today. This afternoon, the Chicago Cubs, they picked up a win over the Baltimore Orioles. Christopher Morrell, three for five today with a home run, drove in three. Nico Horner drove in two. Dansby Swanson with a solo homer as well. Ian Happ pinch it, and he scored two in his only at-bat today for the Cubs. They went 10-3 and they are now 32-37. and 37. Kyle Hendricks got the start, picked up his second win of the season. He went five innings of work. Cincinnati Reds earlier tonight, they defeated the Houston Astros 2-1. Reds are now at 500 for the first time since it was 4-4. Four four. It was their record earlier in the season. Andrew Abbott, six innings of work. He joined himself. He's by himself in the history book. 
He is the first pitcher in the modern era of MLB with three straight scoreless outings and pitching five innings. Congratulations to Andrew Abbott, one of the great Reds rookies so far of this year. Tyler Stevenson started the scoring for the Reds in the top of the seventh with the solo homer, but the big run obviously was Kevin Newman's double that scored Will Benson to give them a 2-0 advantage. Alexis Diaz closed the door in the ninth. He did give up one run after giving up a leadoff double to Jose Abreu, but he was able to work around that, pick up his 18th save of the season and his 23rd consecutive save. The Reds win 2-1 over the Houston Astros. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Talk Network Indiana. Filling in for Bob Lovell, I'm Derek Schultz. Appreciate you joining us tonight, making us a part of your Friday evening. Greg Rakestraw on the TV call of the IHSAA State Baseball Finals, as he is for many of the events on the IHSAA Champions Network. And Ray got to see two good ones tonight. Ileana Christian goes back-to-back. Uh, unfortunately for Andrean, they're not able to repeat and, and keep that string going as an eight-time state champion as they fall to Silver Creek. But, Rake, I think the story of the night, and, and you kind of mentioned it in, in the championship call in, in the 3A game, Joe Decker, 29 years as a baseball head coach here in the state of Indiana, 21 at Silver Creek, uh, walks things off with a state championship long awaited for him, and I know that meant a lot to the Dragons program and fans as well. It did. He didn't want it to be it about him, but his kids sure did. And if you look at those four seniors, as soon as they got the state championship trophy, they walked it directly to their head coach, you know, to kind of go celebrate that moment. Uh, you know, Joe was, was actually head coach at IU Southeast for a number of years as well. His son, Dominic, plays college baseball. His son was actually on the basketball state championship team two years ago when Silver Creek won their second 3A crown. Uh, but baseball has always been his best sport. He's got a daughter that plays high school softball at Silver Creek as well. And we documented his wife's story. Uh, his wife was, uh, her life was forever changed uh, when the tornadoes went through southern Indiana uh, 11 springs ago in, in March of 2012. She is a WT. Uh, one leg above the, the knee, one below, uh, and she was there to greet him on the warning track in front of the dugout after the game was over. Uh, it is a wonderful, heartwarming story. There were two tremendous coaches in that game between he and Dave Pisker. Dave now 8-2 and two in state championship games at Andrean, and for this time for Andrean, it is their first loss in a state championship game since 2004 uh, I, I think they'll be back I know Dave's coming back for more time even at the age of 70 uh, he frankly deserves merit for the National Federation Hall of Fame at this point he is that level of coach in this state and beyond but tonight belonged to Silver Creek and tonight belonged to Joe Decker secondarily winning a state championship in his final game as the Dragons head coach yeah and I don't play favorites and I know you don't either but um considering Andrean's success and, and Dave's success I, I'm not sweating it for him tonight <laughs> you know I, I was happy to see it for Silver Creek and, and the new storyline and, and for all the things that you just said I mean it, it's part of the reason that we we love high school sports in, in this state is the the personal stories that kind of come with it that that don't even necessarily involve the sport in question Correct, uh, and, and Joe's a good man, and, there, and there's a lot of people that are involved in high school sports that obviously are, and, and great coaches. You've got to be a pretty darn good coach to get your team to a state championship level, and, and these teams share a common bond in terms of their success, but also the fact they're both pretty young teams. You know, Andrean had 12 seniors on the roster, but most of those kids were kids that played off the bench. 
Uh, they have one senior pitcher in Garrett Benko who went the last four innings tonight. The other four pitchers are sophomores. Their leading hitter in Mason Barth is a sophomore who was verbal to play at Notre Dame. So, in other words, don't be surprised these two teams are back next year. Uh, the starting pitcher in Preston Burton, he is a sophomore for Silver Creek. His older brother Jace is going to play at Indiana State. Uh, there are four players that are seniors at Silver Creek. They'll all play college baseball, but only Burton at the Division One level. So it is, it is very much a possibility that uh, – you know, game three, the rubber match of this series started back in 2018. These schools could see each other again a year from now in the three championship game at Victory Field. So my high school sports following, it, it, it ebbs and flows a little bit depending on what my professional obligations are. But I, I've been around Indiana high school sports for a long time. And Ileana Christian was one where I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, a, what is that? And B, where is that? <laughs> and now they're back-to-back 2A state baseball champions. So, Greg, with your encyclopedic knowledge, uh, c- can you give me kind of an idiot's guide to Ileana Christian and how they've kind of burst on the scene from northwest Indiana? Absolutely. I'm going to make you feel bad when I change your pronunciation. But once I say it and explain it, you'll understand why they have the name. Ileana Christian. So combine Illinois and Indiana. So much like where I'm from is referred to as Kentuckiana because of the two-state status, Iliana is the combination of Illinois and Indiana. Ah. The reason you have not – exactly. The reason you have not heard of them is they literally moved their campus from Lansing, Illinois, to Dyer, Indiana about five years ago. They became an IHSA member in 2018. Normally there is a four-year kind of transitionary period – for you to be eligible for postseason play. Because it was an established campus, and they've been competing in sports in the state of Illinois for a long time, they asked for a waiver kind of coming out of the pandemic. Hey, can, you know, we're, we're an established school. Can, can we begin to play in the postseason? And the answer was yes. So this is their third year of postseason eligibility, and they have now won the 2A state championship twice. Um, Kevin Corcoran was their starting pitcher in each of the last two years. He's going to pitch at the Division Three level at Webster University. Head coach is Jeff Vanderwood. His son Isaac is the starting shortstop, and he is a University of Virginia commit, which tells you he's a pretty darn good player. He had a couple of doubles in tonight's game. Uh, they had some key seniors. They also started a freshman in terms of their right fielder, and, and I kind of think they're trending in the direction of Central Catholic in the direction of Andrean or they are simply going to be a team we're going to talk about more years than not in terms of making it down. They outscored their first six postseason opponents, Derek, 80-4 to to make their way to wow. victory field. Kevin and Christian gave them quite the battle, and you, you said it very well. John did, too, in the last segment. Kevin and Christian plays in the Circle City Conference. So they played Brebuff twice, who was last year's 3A runner-up. Shatard twice, who was in 3A semi-state this year. Ron Colley, who was in 4A. They lost to Cathedral in the city championship game. Kevin and Christian was a good team. They just got beat by a better team tonight in terms of Ileana Christian. Greg Regstraw, no stranger to this show, no stranger to the IHSAA Champions Network. He was on the call of both of the state baseball finals games tonight in 2A and 3A, and he joins us here on Indiana Sports Talk. Uh, only a couple minutes left, Rake, and I wanted to – you've had a long night, wanted to get you going, but um, any parting thoughts on – I think we overrate it because it's the only thing going on right now, but at least there's a rookie quarterback to kind of obsess over and and judge every move. Any parting thoughts on Colts' minicamp season? 
not really. Anthony Richardson is is saying all the right things and doing all the right things, which is very important. We still don't know if he can play, and we will start to learn that the next time this team gets together in terms of training camp and preseason games. Again, I think the fact that this team is going to scrimmage, you know, they're going to practice with the Bears for two days and then practice with the Eagles for two days before they play them. It may take away from some of the fun of the preseason game, but it's it's exactly what Richardson needs, which which is more competition, more teams, more looks he can get knowing he needs experience. He's got the tools. I think he's got the demeanor and personality. He's got that it factor. Can you play? And, and we're going to start to learn that the next time these teams get together. And then obviously the Isaiah Rogers story. We don't know the exact punishment yet, but nobody thinks it's going to be good. Uh, nobody thinks I think he's going to play this year. And that is a position that wasn't exactly a strength, and now it's even more of a weakness. And you had a draft pick, a third-day draft pick at that, but a draft pick that now is not going to play this year because of a torn ACL. And so is there a player move that is made between now and training camp to try to bring in more depth in an area where you just don't have any? Where you've got Kenny Moore and Dallas Flowers, and after that, I don't know who else is there. So that's kind of storyline number two right now uh, for this team. But honestly, now you want it to be all quiet on the Western Front. Any news for your team generally between now and July 25th is not good news. And so if you're a Colts fan, you don't want to hear anything about your team. You want things to be kind of status quo until we get to training camp in Westfield. Yeah, just survive it. Just survive the next six weeks and have no issues. And then we can go back to uh, judging everything that Anthony Richardson does again for the next couple of weeks in Westfield once we – we get there. Just remember, George Bremer is our official statistician for training camp. Just follow his Twitter account so you can have every pass detailed by Anthony Richards. It's amazing the accuracy that George is able to <laughs> compile all those stats. Uh, we are George, we are indebted George, to him George forever. All-time good dudes, man, and, and 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 that will always be his claim to fame. Twitter stats on quarterbacks during training camp. Uh, you ain't wrong about that, brother. Greg Rakestraw, great job on the calls tonight, and uh, always appreciate hearing from you. And we'll see you on Monday for another tape in Aquarian Schultz. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. It's our buddy Greg Rakestraw. Brennan King we'll hear from coming up later on in the program, and we'll talk about the 1A and 4A games going on at Victory Field tomorrow night. Colts talk when we come back. Topic to jour. It's Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's highlight some scores around the MLB that are going on right now. We'll start with the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Cleveland Guardians. They're in the bottom of the sixth inning, and the bases are loaded for Arizona. They're already leading 4-1, to one and they only have one out. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is at the mound, so it's the right and the heart of the order for Arizona. And let's see if Cleveland will be able, and it's Ellie De Los Santos, will be able to get out of the jam. They've already scored two this inning. And damage control is going to be a big one here for Cleveland if they have aspirations of winning this one. The offense has not been able to get going. The only run they have is on a solo homer from Jose Ramirez in the fourth inning. Other scores right now, the A's and the Phillies. That's in the top of the eighth inning. 
Only four hits for the Phillies, but they've got four runs. They lead four to one. The Tampa Bay Rays are putting it on right now. The San Diego Padres six to nothing, and the Padres currently have two hits in that one. The Seattle Mariners. And the Chicago White Sox, they're scoreless, and they just concluded the fourth inning, and they are moving on to the top of the fifth inning. 0-0, and the White Sox have just one hit, and that was from Tim Anderson. He reached on an infield single in the fourth inning. Seattle, though, they've got four hits themselves. They have not been able to string together hits off of Michael Kopech. He has struck out three batters and walked four batters to go along with those four hits. Brian Wu, on the other hand, he did give up that one hit I was talking about earlier to Tim Anderson. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Great job, Eddie Garrison, at the update desk. Appreciate you joining us here on Network Indiana. It's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Derek Schultz filling in for Bob Lovell. For the, I just realized, the third night in a row. Sorry to make it overkill if you're tired of hearing from me. We'll have a new host in tomorrow night. I'm actually not sure who it is. I do know that Brendan King will be on the call of the state finals games tomorrow and two good ones on tap in Class A, LCC, playing for a ninth baseball state championship and their second straight state championship. They're going to take on Bar Reeve and then in 4A, Penn going for the baseball softball sweep. After winning softball last weekend, they take on Center Grove and BK on to talk about both of those games. Let's actually start with the, the 4A game, Brendan, because I see Center Grove getting a lot of attention. You know, Center Grove is a fantastic athletic program. Uh, obviously, their their football program and what Eric Moore has done over the last 20-plus years, uh, that's what gets a lot of the attention, but they've had a lot of success in other sports as well. And But this is the first time that we've seen them on this sort of stage in baseball, 29-3 and for the Trojans this year. It's been a fantastic story yeah Derek thanks for having me first of all and I'm excited to see them myself because I have not seen them on anything else other than video you know I haven't had a chance to watch them practice but I was reading they held a final practice before the state championship and it was public and about 300 people showed up and you know how Center Grove fans support that football team it sounds like they support the baseball team in the same way I I think it's kind of interesting that the last time they were in this position, it was 1996, uh, and that was the year before the state finals started being held at Victory Field. Uh, so they played at the old Bush Stadium the last time they made the state finals. So you're right, it has been a minute, and um, they're a high-powered team, Derek, uh, led by their shortstop, Derek Colbertson. He's got eight home runs on the year. He's batting a casual 438, and uh, he seems to really set the tone for that squad. But, man, like you said, Penn going for another title, uh, Coach Dykus, I mean, he's a legend up in the 574, just working up there, you know, for South Bend Cubs baseball. Uh, I love that the South Bend Cubs have really invested in the high school baseball community up there with the Performance Center that's at Four Winds Field, which is beautiful. And a lot of high school teams train there uh, in the off season and um, just before they get started. I know Penn is a is a hot commodity there and, and all the preparation they put in and the preparation obviously has set them up possibly for winning another state title. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny last year I did two of the state championship games too, and it just so happened to be LCC and Penn. So I'm on hand for them again, and it'll be good to see them one more time. What I kind of like about this, this eight team field is that they're kind of from all over the state. Uh, whereas it's not just like indie centric or, 
Um, you know, sometimes it's uh, Evansville teams or, or something like that. Uh, you've got a good kind of swath of the state of Indiana and, and small and large and, um, you know, Penn, a, another north-south matchup. I mean, it's what we just saw in softball, right? Penn took on Ron Colley, yep. so you've got a, a north-south matchup there. And then LLC and LCC and Lafayette being represented, uh, the region being represented with Andrean and Ileana Christian. Um, I, I think we're on tap for, for two more good games tomorrow after two good games today. Uh, let's shift over to LCC and Bar-Reeve. Um, 29 and 3. I mean, when you've got a record like that, regardless of who you've played, when you've won 29 of 32 games, uh, you're, you're certainly in a position where you deserve to be there. Um, I know a lot of the talk will be about LCC just because they're the dynasty team and eight state champions, the defending state champs. But what do you think about these Barry Vikings going into tomorrow, BK? Derek, I'll tell you what. For a team, as you just said, that went 29-3, and you would never guess probably that three of those losses came in the first two weeks. They lost three of their first four this season and have won 28 straight ballgames. I I mean, that is just remarkable. Uh, They run-ruled opponents 11 times. Uh, They are batting 403 as a team. That's as a team. And their scheduled starter tomorrow, Seth Wagler, is 8-1 and one in nine starts. He's got an ERA at .82. I mean, tell you what, Chelsea, uh, Lafayette Central Catholic is going to have their hands full. But, as you just said, they are truly the brass. They're one of the most consistent teams that this state has ever seen when it comes to baseball. You know, Tim Bordenette knows what he's doing. He's an LCC alum. But here's the one advantage, Derek, that LCC Central Catholic may have. They're putting, or at least this is scheduled, they are going to put the same guy on the bump last year that won them a state title. Ben Mazur last season threw a seven-inning, five-hit, one unearned run performance with six Ks to win them the title, beating Tecumseh. And he's the schedule starter again tomorrow. They got him back for another year. There's eight guys in their at least preview starting lineup that were involved in the game last year. So you're right, as good as Bar Reeve is, LCC at least brings the experience and the momentum. So I think we're going to have an instant classic tomorrow at 4.30. Talking with Brendan King, he's going to be in a lot of these same stations calling the 1A and 4A games for Victory Field tomorrow in the IHSAA State Finals here on Network Indiana. Let's shift over to pro sports, BK. I I asked the same question to to Jimmy Cook, who I know you see a lot around these parts. Uh, Training camp. Now the next thing that we'll talk about with the Colts, because the season's basically dead for the next six weeks. It's really the only quote-unquote off portion of the NFL season, but a storyline that's been popping up and is going to continue to pop up, and maybe the biggest storyline in training camp is Jonathan Taylor, and if he's going to get the contract extension, uh, you're in Chris Ballard's chair. Is that a, a yay for you, or is that a nay for you, given the lesser value of running backs in 21st century NFL? My my pipe dream, Derek, is watching Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor running the read option and the shotgun for you know, the next five years. And, you know, is the shelf life that long on JT? I don't know, but that's probably what you're going to have to pay him, right? And I, I'm all for it. I think he has not only earned it, but what he is able to do is just so unique. And I actually think his pass-catching ability – is one of the most underrated parts about his game. I, I know they don't do it a lot because, heck, he's Jonathan Taylor, and 
running up the running up the gut. That's exactly what he does. But you know, a guy like Derrick Henry, um, you know, Derrick Henry has been dominant for running up the middle. But I think what we can potentially see with Richardson being able to run, pounding it up the gut with Jonathan Taylor, and then a little dump off pass from Richardson to Taylor, man, that can make the offense run so smoothly, like just a fire engine. And then the fact that the wide receiver core seems to be getting better. I think it's a huge year for Michael Pittman. So long-winded answer, I'm absolutely paying Jonathan Taylor. I think he deserves it. And I, I saw that quote today that he wants to be a Colt for life. Man, I, I know there have been a lot of athletes in my lifetime that are Chicago Cubs players that have said that, who have not gotten to be Cubs for life. Um, I, when, when a star player says he wants to be in your organization for life, I know that sometimes that's that, that's media speak, but I think Jonathan Taylor's as straight up a guy as there is, especially in this city. And if he wants to be here forever, I think Chris Ballard's got to do it. Yeah, you know, if, if he wants to retire at 28 years old, then I'm all for Jonathan Taylor being a Colt for life, Brendan. That'd be <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. That, that, that'd be perfect. For, yeah, for me, it's the years. Um, look, I, I love yeah. Jonathan Taylor as a person. I think he's a fantastic player as well, but we all know the shelf life is short, and yeah. uh, running backs are good until they're not. You know, it, it's just kind of one of those things. There's no gradual drop-off. It just happens. They're, they're good, and then they're not good, and that's what I worry about investing there, and it's, it's still just – Yes, you want to reward and extend good players, but the the Colts, the Colts need more high level players at positions that matter, and and that's kind of this goes back to kind of the overarching theme of why the Colts are where they are. It's that hey, you've got a great guard and a great defensive tackle and a great running back. Those are great things to have. Those three things mm-hmm. don't really win you championships, though. That's the problem. That definitely is a problem, but at the same time for me, it's been one of your only bright spots of the last two or three years. And, uh, you know, that's hard to replicate, especially that you traded away Naeem Hines and Zach Moss is is there now. So, yeah, it's a a slippery slippery slope. I just got myself in a tongue twister. But I see your point, Dolce. I, I see the point of paying him. Uh, I'm just glad I don't have to make that decision, that's for sure. Me too. Three, four years, cool. Um, But anything longer than that, and I'd be real hesitant. Always appreciate it, BK. Have a great call tomorrow. Thanks, Derek. Talk to you soon. That's Brendan King. No stranger to this show. Great guy, great broadcaster, and he's going to have two great games tomorrow. IHSAA Champions Network. We'll come back with more next. It's Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Final update of the night, so let's highlight as many scores as we get to, starting with the IHSAA Baseball State Finals. The first game was Ileana Christian, and they captured the state championship. Here's the final out call. Here is the 0-2 from Corcoran. And for the second straight year, the Ileana Christian Vikings are baseball state champions in Class 2A as they knock off the Covenant Christian Warriors 3-0 at Victory Field in downtown Indianapolis. Game 2 featured Silver Creek and Andran with the 59ers trying to go back-to-back. 
put in play. Over to short. Burton picks it up. And he throws to second to get the final out of the game. And for the first time in school history, the Silver Creek Dragons have won a baseball state championship. And they send their head coach, Joe Decker, into retirement with a title. Congratulations to Andran and Silver Creek on a successful season as well as Ileana Christian and Covenant Christian, but more specifically Indiana or Ileana Christian and Silver Creek for capturing the state championship. Major League Baseball, Arizona Diamondbacks lead the uh, Cleveland Guardians 4-1. Chicago White Sox are up on the Seattle Mariners 1-0. The Chicago Cubs defeated the Baltimore Orioles 10-3. The St. Louis Cardinals continue to struggle. They lose to the Mets 6-1. The Tigers beat the Twins 7-1. The Reds beat the Astros 2-1. Indianapolis Indians fall to the Iowa Cubs 2-1. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Thanks for all the updates tonight, Eddie. Does a great job on this show, as he does on the plethora of shows that Eddie is a part of here. 93.5107.5 The Fan. Oh, wow, and he's hosting tomorrow, so he's going to be sitting right in this chair. So you can tune in tomorrow and hear somebody that's not me, which is probably good for all of the listeners that are involved. Kylan Talley on the board tonight, Nathaniel Finch helping out as well and in training, and we appreciate you making us a part of your Friday night. Kind of piggybacking from our conversation with Brandon King, I, I, I'm not trying to come off as anti-Jonathan Taylor. I'm not anti, anti-Jonathan Taylor at all. Um, I think he's a great player. He's, he seems like a great dude. He had a really rough 22 season with the nagging injuries, and I, I'm not going to judge him on that. I, I like judging him on the 21 version of Jonathan Taylor, which was dynamic, elite, incredible. Uh, what he was able to do for that season for the Colts. But running back, is it's just a position that it it just doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to say. Uh, all of the data backs that up, that you just don't need it. You don't need a great, highly paid running back to win football games in 2023. You just don't. You needed that in 1993. You needed that in 1983. You probably even needed that in 2003, honestly. 2013, far less so. 2023, absolutely not. So it's the nice-to-have category. You know, if you're going to ask me right now, like, like let's take Jonathan Taylor and let's make hypothetical trades. So you say, okay, I can have Jonathan Taylor or I can have a dynamic level wide receiver. I can have Jonathan Taylor or I can have, you know, just throw whoever you want to put in there. You know, if, if Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league, like you know, Justin Jefferson at, at wide receiver. I can have Jonathan Taylor or Justin Jefferson. Who am I taking? taking Justin Jefferson 100 times out of 100. An elite dynamic wide receiver or an elite dynamic running back. The wide receiver just makes more of a difference in NFL games. You know, I'm not even going to get with quarterback. You already know that. Obviously, you would take Joe Burrow or Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen, something like that, over having an elite level running back. But some of these other ones, you know, I I think we're just sort of stuck with where we've always been with football, and that's 
thinking about fantasy stats and, and thinking about what football is supposed to be about. And there, there's still kind of this prevailing thought that, well, you need to, to run the ball and stop the run to win. Uh, not really. That's not really what it is. Um, now, the, the passing numbers have come kind of back down to earth. We're not where we were five or six years ago. But clearly it's a, a throw-first league. And Shane Steichen mentioned that in the introductory press conference. What was the quote? Throw to win uh, or throw to score, run to win or something. So, yeah, let's let's get all the points out of the way, throwing. And then when we're milking clock late, then we can worry about running the ball. You know, that sort of approach to things is generally (laughs) what, what you have to do and what wins. And these guys know. I mean, do you want Miles Garrett or do you want Jonathan Taylor? Do you want Nick Bosa or do you want Jonathan Taylor? You would take the the elite pass rusher. A hundred times out of a hundred, that's what you want. So this isn't an anti-Jonathan Taylor thing as much as it is just uh, an anti-running back thing. Um, I, I'm uncomfortable letting Jonathan Taylor walk out the door for nothing, but if you're asking me if, if I'm going to sign Jonathan Taylor for like a five-year, $17, $18 million annual value deal, the answer is no. No way am I doing that. And that's what it's, I think going to come down to for the Colts. They're going to have to decide if the years are going to be worth it. Back to wrap things up next, Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. Wrapping things up tonight, Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. I'm Derek Schultz, back for a final time. And for a final time, we'll run down the big headlines of the day. This is, at heart, a high school sports show, and there were high school state champions crowned tonight over at Victory Field, not too far away from where we sit right now in the Network Indiana flagship, 93.5107.5 The Fan and WIBC Studios on the Circle in downtown Indy over at Victory Field, also downtown off of Maryland. You had Silver Creek knock off Andrean in 3A, a 4-2 win for the Dragons, sending Joe Decker off a winner in his final game after 29 years as a head baseball coach in the great state of Indiana, 21 at Silver Creek. He is a champion for a first time and for the last time. Uh, an, an emotional Joe Decker celebrating with his wife on the field and his kids around him dedicating the season to him. Um, it's great. It's 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 why we watch high school sports and why we follow it and why we listen to shows like this one. So congratulations to Silver Creek for their 4-2 win over Andrean. For Andrean, they'll be back. They're always back. Feels like an annual pilgrimage for them to the state baseball championship game. So they'll they'll be back and they'll win more of these things. Ileana Christian also from the region, but unlike Andrean, they found themselves on the winning side of the ledger, knocking off Covenant Christian three nothing, a shutout win to take home the two A state crown for the second straight year. Ileana Christian repeating and capping a 25-9 and nine season with a title. Tomorrow, the second half of the IHSAA Baseball Finals pits Lafayette Central Catholic against Bar-Reeve in 1A. 
Uh, Central Catholic, the defending state champ, playing for a ninth all-time state baseball crown. Meanwhile, Bar Reeve aiming for their first baseball state championship. So is Center Grove. They're making their first championship game appearance in program history after a storybook 29-3 and season for the Trojans. They'll run into Penn trying to repeat as 4A champs and make it a softball baseball sweep for the Kingsmen after the girls beat Ron Colley to win the softball crown last weekend uh the indiana fever win back-to-back games first time since may of 2022 they were winners last night now four and six on the season sunday they host atlanta at four o'clock but a, a nice start to the season so far for the fever who are climbing their way out of the wnba basement after five or six really uh, bad seasons in the bottom dropping out uh, Aaliyah Boston and Christine Sides and it looks like things are, are finally turning around for the fever and it's great to see they've been a lot of fun to watch this year very competitive um, an exciting brand of basketball worth your time and worth your investment for sure with what they've been doing so far this year it's also NBA draft week for the Pacers and Brian Winhurst says Eddie had in his updates some rumors about the blue and gold shopping around that seventh pick they're going to make a trade period um, I don't know if it'll be the seventh pick, but the, the Pacers are making a trade. They they just they don't have any room at the inn. <laughs> they, they don't have enough roster spots for all these draft picks. So they're going to make a trade. Uh, and I think they're going to make a big trade, but we'll see. That'd be exciting. Thanks to Kylan Talley doing a great job tonight. Uh, Eddie Garrison, great job as always. Nathaniel Finch learning from two of the best. I appreciate you guys listening to me the last three nights. Eddie Garrison is in this chair tomorrow. But until then, I'm Derek Schultz, Indiana Sports Talk on Network Indiana. We'll see you tomorrow night. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.